0: Welcome to Erotic Awakening, an exploration of all things erotic. Every Thursday, your hosts, Dan and Dawn, share with you their experience and insights on kink, power exchange, and erotic life, as well as bring you interviews with exciting people from various lifestyles. Then every Monday, you'll hear from our various guest hosts. These nationally known educators bring a variety of experience to the mics and share with you an ever-increasing diverse world of alternative life. Erotic Awakening is intended for mature audiences. If you are offended by adult topics or prohibited by law, we recommend you stop listening right now. Hi, Dan. Oh,
1: we gotta fix my damn microphone.
0: (laughs) Testing, testing. I wonder why it's all over the place. (laughs) Uh,
1: So here it is on a Saturday morning, instead of our normal Thursday morning. We tried to uh, record last night, but we ended up fucking instead.
0: (laughs) We did, we did. Uh, And we tried to record Thursday morning and Friday morning, but the puppy has decided that's when she's the most active. So. You know, unless you want to hear the, the dog and the the cat arguing in the morning. <laughs> we get some of our, most uh,
1: most of our feedback from the dog shows, but that it just so happens. We also had work things going on and all these yes. other things going on. So, apologize. A couple days late, uh, boys and girls. Uh, today on the podcast, Fetish Show 6. This will be episode 6 of our list of fetishes. Wow. I think, I, are we down to like two pages finally? We are down to like two Good. pages. So, you know, it's, it's kind of cool. And I have the H-I-J- I have H-I-K. There is no fetishes that start with J. How unfortunate. Jacking off.
0: It's not a fetish. Not on this list. <laughs> not on that list. I bet people could come up with some Js.
1: <laughs> we also... It's in.
0: with have got J's.
1: S's and T's. Uh, we also have a question of the day related to power exchange and our normal slew of um, other stuff that we talk about. Indeed. Uh, I'm going to actually start off with a, a fetish, which is the first one on my list. Housework. Housework? Yes. As a fetish. As a... And we've, and we've implied throughout here, these are things that make, as Beric and Sheba would say, these are things that make your cock hard or your pussy wet. That is our threshold to, is it a fetish? So Dawn, I have some Lysol, I have a sponge. No. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I cannot say it to fetish. And most people that know me know that I keep house for you. They know that... um You know, I do spend time doing that during the day. And Mm -hmm. like I've said many, many times before, it's because we have a power exchange. So what makes me wet is giving service to you Mm -hmm. in our power exchange. So if you handed me out, would I ever be a housemaid and find that hot?
1: No. Right. (laughs) Now there's the the fantasies that go along with housework. For example, excuse me. Um, why is it I only have a frog in my throat when we're podcasting? I don't know. We talk a lot. I don't know way, why. Yeah. Um, the French maid outfit. Mm-hmm. The I remember some erotic story of some sort of some um, college kid being home from college and he's in his old room and the maid comes in and mm. I think that might have even been a porn or something where he pulls More back the covers and he's got a heart. Out of, Help me clean this. Oh,
0: that sounds familiar. Doesn't it, though? It does. You know what? I think we have a porn called Made to Order. We
1: do have that. You I are bet quite you. Right. That's <laughs> what that is. So there's some... But... but. We have two porn... Two DVDs, and that's one of them. Uh, the problem is there's not a lot of good porn out there. No. No. Uh, at least from our perspective. Now, I tell you what. We were at Kinky College some years back... And there was some kind of, and they have a, a, a dirty erotic theater at mm-hmm. Kiki College. And there was some porn, and it was like a superhero takeoff porn. The woman was supposed to be uh, Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. She looked like Wonder Woman, but not enough <laughs> that Stanley would sue. <laughs> and she was tied up to a wall or chained to a wall, and the evil bad guy was vibrating her and shocking had, like, her. Like battery do you remember that? cables,
0: yeah. I so tell I you, the, like the have...
1: funny thing about that is I'm sitting, there, I'm sitting there thinking, oh my God, what is this? My dick's getting hard. My dick <laughs> says, I know what this is, pal. This isn't bad. So it tells you what I know about my dick.
0: <laughs> and what do you like? So was it Wonder Woman or was it the electricity? Hmm. So I don't know. We'll have the, to uh, do things in, in patterns and see what. <laughs> <laughs> so that's
1: homework, and I'll put a little six homework. next to that. Homework Housework. doesn't make me hot either. <laughs> uh, how about a having a human puppy dog? Does having a human puppy dog?
0: No, it doesn't make me hot. It can be cute. I've seen human puppy dogs.
1: Yeah, it can I, be I, cute, but puppy really plays fine. Doesn't do anything for me. Now yeah. the next couple you will be interested in. Oh uh, yeah. But before we get there, we should mention that the. Uh, new subscribers continue to come in, and the international flavor continues. Uh, not only do we have MB from India. <laughs> no, that's Indiana, <laughs> it's isn't Indiana. it? Indiana. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but I can see why you uh, mistook that, because the next person is Guru Nudi.
1: <laughs> but they're from Florida. Yes. Uh, um, how about Topaz from... Virginia Virginia yes I VA. Was say, yes. <laughs> and Alex from Brazil now is that Brazil as in Brazil or Brazil Ohio it's
0: Brazil as in Brazil because no, okay. he put and i'm assuming it's a he put uh, that they were from bra b r a and I was like, bra, and I was looking at the uh the i p ad- mm-hmm. is it the i p address or whichever no the email address that says dot yahoo dot b r so I went and looked it up, and it's definitely Brazil.
1: Did you know they're remaking the movie Boys from Brazil? I had no clue. That's got nothing to do with anything. (laughs) But but because we do have somebody from Brazil listening, I will say, welcome to listening to the podcast in Spanish. (coughs) (laughs) So, Alex, ¿Dónde el baño? (laughs) I'm pretty sure that means welcome to the podcast. Is that what you remember from (laughs) so many years of Spanish? Uh, it just so happens that if you've been listening to the podcast for a long time, you may know, or you may not know. I, maybe we don't mention this on the podcast, but years and years and years ago, as in when I was in high school, I was quite the um, quite the pothead, <laughs> right? And I used to uh, have pot for breakfast, and then the first class of the day was the Spanish class, and uh, not as fun as you would think, actually.
0: <laughs> and that's what you took back
1: from yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> nice. Uh, where'd we leave off that? Brazil. Oh, Brazil. So, Caneta from
1: Missouri. And Gunlud from Canada. Gunlud, the maker of my new tuk. <laughs> Your new tuk. I can't <coughs> wait to see you in it. Tuk, tuk. 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 I, all of my Canadian, I get from our couple of trips up the tees. Lupercalia and Saturday Night Live when I used to watch Great White North. Oh, yes, the Great White North. I think that was Saturday. No, no, yeah. not Saturday Night Live. That was a uh, Second City skit, actually. Oh, yes. Awesome. Awesome. So give me one of your fetishes. Oh,
0: one of my fetishes. All right, let's start at the top. The first one is shaving.
1: We have a shaving kit. We have a kit built for shaving your pussy. mm mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> And it seems to be gathering dust. Mm-hmm. So there you go. But, but... I really really really
0: wanted it and you actually found people person that would do it mm-hmm. for me and that's more about that you know that's not about the shaving that's about the exposure mm-hmm. so shaving i mean i when it said shaving i'm automatically thinking head chin things like that but you're right we do have a pussy shaving kit yeah yeah and i totally enjoyed that too but, like I said, it's more about the exposure than the actual shaving. So, and I buzz your head once every couple of days. <laughs> but that's more about the service.
1: That's yes. more about the power exchange.
0: Yeah. So, uh, you guys know me. That's going to be my answer.
1: <laughs> so, there's shaving for you. What else you got? Uh, okay. Sleep deprivation. <laughs> it's always nice when you have to pause <laughs> on one. Word. As a... Fetish. Uh, wow, I've never encountered that as a fetish. Cong- congratulations, writer of Weird List. <laughs> I'm not, I don't know that one. I don't know Sleep that one either. Sleep deprivation as a fetish. Nope. Uh, matter of fact, no. No. Yeah, that one's kind of weird. No, it is kind of weird. You know what else is kind of weird? This question of the day. Is it? No, not really. <laughs> no, not, not really. Uh, we were asked, um, what is the difference between a power exchange relationship and a total power exchange relationship? Now, um, you had some thoughts about that, as well, and I think it's pretty simple to mm-hmm. me. It feels
0: pretty simple. So now, when I first read the question, I'm like, "Oh no, I need to put I need to put pictures into words," you know. But it it actually came to me pretty clear in that, like, to me, power exchange is the generic umbrella. Power exchange is what all this other stuff falls under: master, slave, dom, sub, scening um ds in the bedroom you know everything like that all of that falls under power exchange and it can be in different levels it Mm -hmm. can be in different styles it can be whatever total power exchange is where one person has given up total power and the other person's taking responsibility for that power so and it doesn't it can still take on different flavors so for us we're master slave I consider us total power exchange because the buck stops with you. Mm-hmm. You know, you expect me to make decisions, you expect me to be able to run the room, you expect me to, you know, things like that. I still have the powers that you give me,
1: but in the end the buck stops with you. You
0: take responsibility.
1: I wonder if you, the way you look at that then would be simply as the uh, a power exchange is anything that may have that has limits where a total power exchange doesn't have limits. And I know that if you say that on Life, people go, eh. <laughs> uh But the reality is, in our relationship, and we'll speak for our total power exchange, uh, there are no particular... L- I mean, we have hard limits, but those are choices that we've made because they conflict with who we are ethically. Right. But as far as role and responsibility, there's no limits to my level of responsibility over you, except for those things I choose not to exceed. For that matter... I would say, I wonder then, Then do I have a total power exchange relationship with Bat? I don't
0: know. We'd have to look at that one because um, maybe we could pick it apart a little bit. So there are things that you don't have control over in her life, but it's because you've chosen not to have control over. So the question is,
1: would she give you control over those pieces? I don't know. I don't, well, initially, I would have said no. Initially, right. she would have said no. No, right. you've got nothing to do with this and this and this. Right. Now, I don't know if she would be more willing. Um, another way to perceive that, though, is, is it a total power exchange because there's nothing that she can oppose me on that she gets to Win, but see, boy, it's, it's you get tricky. Yeah, it gets tricky when you think of things like uh, in Bat's case, Bat has a daughter, right? And I have no authority over her daughter, right? And right. that's by design. I mm-hmm. don't know her daughter, right? I, you know, I mean, I, I only know her through Bat's conversations about me with her. Do I want any authority over her daughter? No, I exceed, I ex- ask for no authority over her daughter, but. If I told Bat, hey, Bat, you know, you should tell your daughter to quit her job. It's bad for her. Mm -hmm. Could Bat say, thank you, sir, for your advice. I will take it under consideration and then not do it? And the answer is yes. Mm -hmm. So do I not have a total power exchange relationship with her? And I know Bat, if she's listening to this, she's (laughs) going to break her (laughs) little heart to think that that's the case. So can we apply the same to you? Mm-hmm. Can we apply the same to me? Are there things? You know, I, you know. But here's where you, here's where you play brain fuck. right? Yeah. If we go through life enough, eventually I will get to something where I would say, where I could say, "Hey, if I told you to do this, would you be allowed to oppose me?" Yes. But the reality is, I don't tell you to do anything that you oppose. Right. You've chosen to give over all of your power. Right. Because you know me well enough to know I'm not going to pull out the um, chop off an arm. Right. You right. know, just to show me I've got all the power over you. Well, you wouldn't give me total power if I was the kind of person who would ask you to do something like that. Exactly. Interesting. It is interesting. You know, you know funny, the funny thing, the first two times we talked about this, it was open and shut. <laughs> right. It wasn't even a good question. It was like, yes, yes, this is this, this is this, done. But when you expand it out to that. You know, I mean, we clearly have, in my opinion, we have a total power exchange relationship. Mm -hmm. Uh, Like you said, the buck stops
0: with me. I mean, and I just did a, um, I was talking in a submissive roundtable recently. And the people there know that I I am the facilitator of the room, you know. And I I told them, and I got some funny looks. I'm like, you know, my master can walk into here right now and say, Dawn, you're done. The room is done. Close it up. And poof. And I would do that. Mm-hmm. I'm a loud voice. I could go, well, sir, I have a couple of opinions here. Would you like to hear them? Mm-hmm. And you could say yes or no. I said, but in reality, I would do it. Because obviously he has a reason and he's never done anything or made a decision that I've questioned enough to say no.
1: You know, part, I don't think. Yeah, I'm, no, I'm I get thinking that. to make sure. Part of yeah. it is the whole... Aspect of what do I do If we're in conflict So let's say Mm -hmm. Let's go back to Bat for a moment And I say Bat Your daughter should quit her job I want you And we'll go a little further than that Tell your daughter to quit her job Mm -hmm. And Bat says With all due respect sir No Right I believe that my daughter Needs to keep doing this job Mm -hmm. Here's where the total power exchange Versus a power exchange comes in Right If it's a power exchange relationship We're going to have to have an argument About that then Mm Mm-hmm we're going to have to come, or maybe we'll just discuss it. In a, in a total power exchange relationship, I would grab her little curly hair. I'd put her on her knees. Well, I'd put her over the arm <laughs> of the couch. Right. She, she will kneel for me at some point, just a matter of time getting physically better. So I'd put her over the couch, and I would punish her, perhaps mm-hmm. physically. Or perhaps I wouldn't even punish her physically. I'd punish her other ways, which mm-hmm. is worse. And then it's done. Right. Right? So there's the acknowledgment. But the part that she will acknowledge and that she will carry is her displeasing me. Right. And that will be the part that bothers her more. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's an aspect of a total power exchange relationship. It could be. It could be. the whole Short version, if you're in your bedroom fucking for two hours, and as you walk in, you say, okay, you're the dominatrix and I'm the sissy boy, mm-hmm. limited power exchange. Limited. Or power exchange for built-in time periods that are limited. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Mm-hmm. Okay. I agree with that. So for the that. person that wrote in the question, is total, yeah. Person who wrote in the question of the day, we don't fucking know apparently. So, but I appreciate the fact that uh, the writer did also mention that they listen in their car and it's helped their relationship. Good. So. What the hell? Good. Well, so you know, <laughs> <I> <laughs> got this one doesn't help your relationship <laughs> any apparently. No, but.
0: but I do have another little piece to throw in there that, that popped into my head um, that we thought about when we were discussing this before. In that, to me, total power exchange means that you are always in charge. You know, we've got that in place. But sometimes people ask me, so do you ever take a day off? And for me, it's a total power exchange, which means I'm in this 24-7 no matter what I'm doing. So, no, I don't take a day off from being your slave. The the concept actually confuses me. Mm -hmm. You know, if I'm in a PTA meeting, I'm still your slave. If I'm Reverend Dawn, I'm still your slave. You know, I'm going to be doing um, Reiki healing attunements today. I'm still your slave. You know, if I'm on vacation, I'm still your slave. If you texted me and gave me a command, it would be done. So I, I don't get the day. I logically, when they explain it, I get the concept, yeah. but it's not where my process is.
1: You ever notice a lot of times when we do the fetish show, it turns into a completely different topic. It does. It does. But oh, that's smart. fine. I'm, okay. That's not, not a bad thing. I, I I agree with you. I want to come back to this in a moment because. Okay. I do take days off. Or at least I used to. Yeah. But we'll come back to that in a moment. First okay. off, we do have to mention that... Erotic Awakening is sponsored in part by Smitten Kitten. Smitten Kitten is your online resource and personal guide to all things sex-related. They offer over three fucking 1000 Not 5 or 6. 3,000 unique products that have served the sex-positive community for over 10 years. From... Um dildos in the shape of Johnny Depp two butt plugs in the shape of uh, some other famous person you'll find it all at smittenkittenonline.com side note there are no dildos in the shape of I was Johnny gonna Depp
0: going to ask you about that in any movie you have
1: currently <laughs> seen him in ooh but perhaps maybe in a future p- movie maybe he plays the blob he He's a very good actor. He could probably pull that off. I don't know. And you notice, notice he doesn't really play anything where he plays a, a person anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, it's always a uh, a far-out character. Yeah. Like, kind of like the whole Christopher Lloyd. Christopher Lloyd? Jim Lloyd. Christopher Lloyd. Guy from Taxi does. Christopher Lloyd. He played Jim on Taxi. He did play Jim <laughs> on Taxi. Thank you for pointing out what I just said. Glad you clarified that. Uh, so... What I was saying was I do, in our relationship, in the beginning of our relationship, I did take some time off. But that was more because in a total power exchange relationship, because it is on 24-7, it's very intense. You're, mm-hmm. And for us, at least, we're constantly paying attention to each other. I, as a master or the leader in a power exchange relationship, constantly paying attention to you. So I did take some time off. Yeah, I see, and I want to challenge that. So
0: in that, um, yes, you took time <laughs> off. <laughs> yes, sir, I'd like to challenge that. <laughs> I mean, you took time off, yes. and you trusted me to be home and do, you know, whatever I was doing. And for you, taking time off was to go out with friends, and um, you played video games, so or anything like that. But I challenge it because even though you weren't, like, currently thinking about what I was doing, mm-hmm. I bet if I texted you or called you as slave needing help or something like that, that you would have taken care of and the did, situation. It did
1: respond as mm-hmm. needed.
0: Yep, yep. So but it was more about an agreed upon don't text me unless it's a dire emergency right. sort of thing. Give me my space so that you know, I'm not sure. totally involved. No one can see my hand
1: gestures as I try to figure <laughs> out. <laughs> so, but yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm going to get back to the uh, uh, a mention of a fetish at this point. Because okay. I think that was a good conversation. Absolutely. But I do want to talk about this fetish, too. Okay. Dawn. Yes, sir. Do you like humiliation in private?
0: Sensual humiliation. Example, not degrading humiliation. So, I like sensual humiliation. I like being called a slut, and it doesn't have to be in private. <laughs> well, that's the, actually the next fetish is in public. Oh, okay. So, I love being called a slut. I love being called a whore. I love all that type of stuff. I just, I, I love you pointing out how, how. Can I say slutty again? <laughs> How slutty I am! You know, I love, I love all of that stuff. Now that's different than what usually people think about humiliation, which is the the degrading humiliation. The um, we have another word for it, and I can't think of it. But um, ordeal, ordeal humiliation. Yes. You know, if you spit on me or called me fat or really tried to tear me down mentally or emotionally. That's not a fetish for me. It may become like a trial sort of scene at some point in the future, Mm -hmm. but I wouldn't consider it a fetish like um, Femcar would. Right. To me, Femcar, that would be a fetish because she does it a lot. Have we done a show on humiliation play? I don't think we have, but you know what? If we did, I would love to track her down.
1: Yeah, because, that'd be interesting. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely.
0: So I'd love to pick her brain about that because I can remember her from years ago, and her scenes were so intense that I would have to leave any vicinity where I could hear her. Yeah. So no, just a personal thing. More power to her. I know she really gets off on it, but um, no, I'm not into the the degrading humiliation.
1: Okay. I don't want to be called fat. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny, but uh, dirty slut horse fine. Yeah, but chubby no. No, it's no, not <laughs> making my pussy <laughs> wet at all. Not at all. Uh, so let's. Uh, I do want to mention uh, that the old fet mail. We've gotten a couple of interesting fet mails. One of them a shitty little email from some dick named Sir Beast. <laughs> <laughs>
0: sure. Are you going
1: with that? Well, that took a turn, didn't it? No, actually, it was very nice. Fet mail, but the um, he had mentioned that this is a football fan's response to his email. He had mentioned that he works across the street from Panther Stadium, and I'm a Panthers football fan. That'd be awesome. And uh, he said, "You know," I said, "Oh, that's great. You get to check out the Panthers whenever you want." He said, "The only reason he would ever go to the Panther Stadium is to see them get whomped by the Seahawks." And I would just like to point out that if I picture. A seahawk, which is some kind of a bird, I saw. right? I don't even right. know it's a real it's fucking thing. Like a thing. seagull, seahawk. Oh, a seagull, seagull. <laughs> a seagull. Yes, there's a seagull in a cage with a panther, right? And I go put my money on a fucking seagull, right? Okay, so sure. <laughs> that um, would be fun if we
0: were able to go out there and he's rooting for the other team, whatever the other team is. And we've got the Panthers. The Panthers aren't that great right now, are they? So whoever they play,
1: <laughs>
0: wait, I'm not supposed to
1: mention that, am I? <laughs> Seven and nine's not horrible. Okay. It's not like they're an Ohio team. <laughs> You're bad. Yes. Yeah. Um,
0: oh, another. <laughs> response of a football person yes <laughs> <to> anyway <comment.
1: laughs> uh, thank you Sir Beast for writing in regardless and I hope that they do play each other so that I can come down there and say nanny 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 that would be awesome uh, also notice that little birdie wrote in and said uh, that there that makes them happy to see how happy you and I are so that's really neat uh, and uh, she suggested that it makes her um, gives- happy uh, and gives hope to all those hopeless romantics out there Aww. would you say that we are hopeless romantics
0: yes I would. We put a lot of work into this relationship, but if it wasn't fun we wouldn't do it, I don't think. And you know, we've been doing it for fourteen years.
1: Oh, I know what I wanted to say. God damn it. What? God damn it, Sir Beast. Fuck you, go listen to Great go listen to Ropecast you don't like our podcast, you bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, wanted to go back to that for just a moment. <laughs> I actually had Why RopeCast? Why RopeCast, you ask? Well, it just so happens that Great Dancer from the RopeCast wrote recently. Uh, he didn't write, actually. He had mentioned, we asked him to mention, we have this Beyond the Love, and we'll talk about that next week. We have this new event coming up, and he mentioned that Dan and Don from the uh, highly the more successful than RopeCast podcast, or some shit like that. And uh, he was just dicking around a little bit. Uh, he actually wrote, uh, Great Dancer is the Not only the grandfather of Kinky Podcast, as far as I'm concerned, his podcast, Ropecast, has been around longer than anything else, kink Uh podcast-wise. It's also his fault that we started podcasting in the first place, as we've mentioned on the show again.
0: It absolutely is. So I actually remember that. I don't remember a lot, but I remember that. I remember a couple of things about Great Answer, but I'll keep that to myself, too. Ah!
1: (laughs) You're
0: implying the time you shared a room with him. Yes, with him and his girlfriend. Yes, I had my yes. own space, but I walked in on them. Yes,
1: and so <laughs> I'll just keep my visuals. Keep myself. your visuals to yourself. Uh, but thank you for the, the shout-out by The Great Answer. You should go check out Ropecast. Um, and also, uh, but we also, uh, Life on the Swing set,
0: mm-hmm. Polly of the
1: Noobs, and yep. Blissbringers all jumped on the Let's Help Our Fellow Podcasters, along with... Uh, crazy heart of people people of kink Mm -hmm. and and I have a funny people of kink story too and Mm -hmm. uh, Dark Angel and Not Nice of the Dark Side podcast who you've heard us talk about before. It's really neat they have a podcast community. It's really funny because my first response when I send this out to all the other podcasters and really I said hey look we got this event coming up. Would you mention it on your podcast? We'll mention whatever you want on our podcast. Mm -hmm. There was a complete lack of response from anybody. Right. And I was like Jesus Christ people. (laughs) <laughs> None of us getting paid here, folks. Uh, Give <laughs> you know, a dog a bone. <laughs> yeah, it's like, come on, guys. Wait, we're competing against each other because uh-huh. the reality is we all are just hobbyists Brave. when it comes down to it. I, I don't know. Maybe that's not true for some of us, but um, anyway, then they all started responding, and re- so uh, well, I'm glad that I didn't write And how, the frame and how
0: did they respond? They responded with. And we put it on this show, go take a listen. So they had already done it, not even a, we will do it. Right, it's a, right, right. It's already done. Here's the show. And yeah. it's like, oh, that's so cool. So it's, it's, <laughs> and
1: speaking of uh, Blissbringers, uh, I don't know if you've listened to Blissbringers, but we should get on their show. Oh, that would, awesome.
0: that would be awesome. That would be awesome. But Ruby Tuesday wrote us, too. Oh, speaking of Crazy Heart, Ruby, you say Ruby Tuesday, wrote? I did. I did. She offered us a home-cooked meal if we ever decide to vacation up that way. So, And they're from Canada, and we have been kind of flirting with the idea of taking a vacation up in Canada. So she offered us a meal, but she doesn't cook. <laughs> Crazy Heart does the cooking. Does he know so. that he's
1: been offered to cook us a meal? I don't know. <laughs> As, and we were saying earlier, we should just go. We should just we'll go. just go and knock, knock on their on door, the door one day. And, and they'll
0: be in America somewhere
1: vacationing. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be expecting
0: a meal and
1: they'll be camping somewhere. <laughs> uh, we got a couple Facebook lights from the Darren and the Sean. So mm-hmm. thank you for finding us on Facebook and licking us. Um, we talked about that. And I did want to mention that on the comment for Gunload... So what the fuck is this? Gunload wrote... <laughs> and after listening to the Viking MS episode said that... Uh, and I will... Quote, my lord is highly offended that Dan doesn't want to kiss him. He has stated that he will meet Dan at sunrise during next year's teen event. Tease, Tease event. event. Uh-huh. Um, and I misread this, the whole she, dueling via swords. I assume she meant penises, but no.
0: <laughs> she <laughs> was saying... Foam swords. boppers. <laughs> um,
1: yes. And then you have... I have actually uh, also... Well, I tell you what, let's do another fetish because I have... Um, uh, I just got a text from somebody that's related to something that you'll be doing in about an hour. Uh oh. So we should talk about that. Okay. Do you have anything on your list worth mentioning? Um, anything worth mentioning? What's next on your list? Okay, I say.
0: next on my list is slutty clothing.
1: I will say one thing about slutty, slutty clothing. I, let me say this about that. Where's that from? I don't know. Uh, let me say this about that.
0: I don't know. <laughs> Probably Monty Python. Um,
1: we have the opportunity to go to a lot of events where people walk around nude. And that's nice. Mm-hmm. But well-made slutty clothing, to me, is more erotic than nudity. Mm-hmm. Um, from the uh, There's a particular chainmail dress that comes to mind. The very cleavage-friendly dress you were wearing last night. Mm. Um, things that hint at nudity without being nudity, actually, are, to me... I totally agree. Now, what what kind of male, is there any male slutty clothing that you like? Male slutty clothing,
0: tight jeans. Mm. See, to me, it doesn't even have to show flesh for it to be slutty. But tight jeans that hug the package. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there's this guy locally, and I don't want to mention his name. But there's this guy locally that had a pair of his jeans. He had someone put leather strips on them. Oh, yes, yes, and yes, the yes. way they define the crotch area just defines the crotch area. I love it. <laughs> Um, God, I'm trying to think of some other things with guys. Even just like the harnesses and stuff that I see, that kind of accentuate mm-hmm. the muscles. What about jock, jock straps. Jocks depends on who's wearing it.
1: Yeah, yeah. You know, Good it really.
0: Point. Yeah, yeah. It depends on who's wearing it. Just like a slutty clothing. Sometimes it works for some body styles and sometimes not. And um, when I when um, you started talking about slutty clothing. Actually, do you remember the dress that I wanted to design way back when, when ah, we first started dancing, uh, dancing, dating? Jeez. Yeah, I wanted to design this dress, and it wouldn't have shown much of anything, but it would have had Velcro and zippers on it so that if we went into the movies, yeah, you could unVelcro little spots like at my waist mm-hmm. so you could get into the dress. And, yeah, pockets with no seams on the bottoms mm-hmm. and... <laughs> To me, that's all slutty.
1: Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So. Um, and although it strikes me how loud Velcro would be in a movie theater. <laughs> or the zipper. Z- <laughs> yeah, that's not a giveaway at all. <laughs> so, okay. So I like that one. I like
0: that what one. What else you got? Um, I have, I want to throw a weird one that I think is weird, because I would love people to talk about this one if they wrote back. Speculums.
1: Yeah, well, I would need somebody else to get on here and talk yeah. about what, what, I know what a speculum is, but as a fetish. I don't get it.
0: Yeah, yeah. To me, that would fall in the medical play sort of arena. Yeah. And um, now I've got my fantasies about being on a, a, a gynecology table and being taken sure, advantage sure. of. We, and if you go to dungeons, usually there is a little medical corner and stuff like that. But I would love to hear people's.
1: But if, you're, if you are Kineta or um, MB mm-hmm. or any podcast listener and you're sitting there thinking, oh, wow. You guys talk about you'd like to have somebody on the show talk about that. If you want to talk about it, get on the show and talk about it.
0: Absolutely. So write us at Dan and Dawn at eroticawakening.com. Use the got comment form on the webpage. Uh check us out on Facebook. We are under Erotic
1: Awakening all one word. Maybe you don't want to be interviewed. You just want to spend a couple minutes talking about your fetish. Oh, that would be cool. Call the voicemail, 614-414-2072. Ooh, I and would love that that would leave be awesome. a message. and by the way at the beginning of your message say hey it's okay to play this message hi my name is whatever name you want to use and say mm-hmm. hey I love having a speculum shoved up my hot sweet cunt it gets spread open and then my uh, partner takes his violent wand and shoves it in there and electrocutes me from the inside <laughs> out I don't fucking know <laughs>
0: warning warning don't put don't. glass objects up inside of internal places yes <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Okay. So, moving on. Erotic Awakening is sponsored in part by Adventures and Sexuality. Are you sure we haven't done
1: that already? Oh, Uh my God, we
0: haven't. (laughs) (laughs) Central Ohio's Kinky Fun Group. Today is their next event, which is the AIS Lifestyle Motorcycle Ride. We'll have to look up their next one soon. Um, Today's August 10th, so if you are listening to this, you missed it. (laughs) Find out more at adventuresinsexuality.org. You know, um, AIS has really been getting, they're uh, starting the roundtables up again. Oh. So the Switch roundtable's been going on for a while. They've just started the submissive roundtable again with a fabulous turnout. And they've got the Dominance roundtable. You went to that. I didn't stay for that one, obviously. So, um, and they just wrote me about scheduling another one.
1: Oh, so, okay. I was curious about that. Yeah, and then yeah, yeah. Uh, Barak and Sheba have been doing the video casting as well. Absolutely. So, whew. Lots of stuff going on. So we do have some technical news. Oh, there's a surprise. Oh, by the way, and then <laughs> um, we got a had a got a couple things got to just mention really quickly. First off, thank you very much to Kurt who found our donation button. Mm-hmm. Uh, he donated five dollars to the podcast. We don't really talk about the donation button anymore. We have uh, a couple sponsors that pay for the bandwidth. So. Uh, we just don't talk about it anymore right um, but it's nice to get that oh, yeah. to get I that mean, love <laughs> yeah absolutely and we try and make an effort of taking that things that come in like that and you know say well this is actually we'll do something nice for ourselves mm-hmm. and so thank you Kurt for that and uh, also but also very cool was we had a, a fan do a little fan art for us Johan Uh, sent us a graphic of it's half food on boobs and half tentacles and in in our favorite colors as well yes Uh, very neat that's up on the Erotic Awakening website if you want to take a look at that it's
0: very simplistic very talented and it's just awesome it's like it just encaptures the podcast and me and you Mm mm-hmm
1: So, neat. Bungie also talks about how Dawn's voice changes when talking about (laughs) tentacles. Well, we knew that.
0: We knew that, yes. If you ever get a chance to play
1: with Dawn, you'll hear different voice (laughs) changes as well. And then you have a tentacle link as well. I do. Well, two different things. So,
0: Tis for TMI did a hand-drawn octopus wrapped around a girl with Mm -hmm. a tentacle in her (laughs) pussy, but added the little extra flavor of a crab pinching the nipple and a clit. Yes, and and you know I'm from the East Coast. I've been bit by crabs before. I don't want one pinching my clit. <laughs> no. Got it. It would break it. It would break it. <laughs> and then what is a Cth- a Cthulhu pie?
1: Cthulhu pie. Yes.
0: There has been. I guess it's with uh, Halloween coming up or something. And I just give that shiver because it means cold weather's coming. But. It's a pie. It's like a berry pie. And they've done the top crust. They've cut it and shaped it in such a way that it looks like Cthulhu draped over the top of the pie. And Facebook is my my vanilla area. People know that I've got family on there, blah, blah, blah. So some of our kink friends are on there. They keep it vanilla, but they just can't help themselves. So this picture came around and people will connect me to it. And they'll just put for Dawn. <laughs> Aww. And no comments, no nothing, but it's kind of neat because all these people are like saying, I know Dawn, I know what she likes, and Dawn knows I know what she likes, and no one else gets it. So my family members are like, wow, Dawn must really like pie. <laughs> <laughs> Which isn't far from the truth, but Not still. Not far from the truth. So I've got one more fetish I want to throw out
1: there before we wrap up. Well, let me tell you Let me give you the end of this tentacle thing, though. I have a text here on my little phone here that uh, Bat has something that she got for you. Uh Uh-oh. That you're going to get at the psychic fair. Cute. And that's all I'm going to tell you. That's all you're going to tell me? Yes, but you're going to tell people about it on the podcast next week. Shake my word for
0: it. Oh, nice. They find the neatest things. Bat and Mr. Malaprop. Mr. Malaprop came in a couple of weeks ago with, like, this purple rubber ball.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: And he hands it to me and he's got this big smile on his face. And I'm looking at it and I'm like, okay, it's a purple rubber ball. Oh, wait a minute. Pieces of it kind of like, here, let me start unfolding it. And I unfolded the ball and it popped out and it's an octopus. (laughs) It's so cute. So it's a purple octopus. So, But then I get people that have been sending me pictures of calamari on faces, <laughs> and I'm just, no, not real, not real, fantasy. <laughs> There's a reason for fantasy. Not, oh, not squishy. <laughs> not
1: squishy. <laughs> okay. Not squishy. So, I'll keep that in mind. And uh, you said you had another fetish you wanted to talk I, about? I do. I was glancing
0: through this list, and um, we only have a few more to go for, go through. I this, have enough on my list that I can get one more show out of my list. Me too. Me okay. too. Um, but this one is swinging. And I'm not exactly sure which swinging it means. But what pop, there's two, because one popped into my head at um, MPC the other night in the room. Yeah. Sometimes they'll do suspension. Yeah. And there is one girl there that loves to swing. And she has learned how to do self-suspension uh-huh. so that she can swing from the rafter. Huh. And literally, she'll do the self-suspension. She'll hang upside down so that her feet touch the floor. And she'll just push herself and get herself swinging. And that's what does it for.
1: I don't think that's the fetish that's the I don't list. think that's
0: what they're talking about, but that's what popped into my head. So, so the other swinging, <laughs> obviously a swinging, swinging, going to swing clubs, going to all that type of stuff, would you consider that a fetish for you?
1: No, no. And you would think it would be because mm-hmm. when you go to a swing club, there's a lot of people there. They're having sex. There's the sounds of sex, the smells of sex. By the way, podcast listeners, if you are a, a podcast listener, and you're thinking, man, I wish I could get laid on occasion. Go to swing clubs. Mm-hmm. There's some rules for swinging that you have to follow to be to get laid. I mean, you can't just go without a shower. or uh, <laughs> Don't be your... a puppy
0: dog if you're a guy and follow people around. Right?
1: But, uh, no, I don't really find – I mean, we have a couple here in Columbus, Ohio, and we just don't go. Yeah. I just don't um, – I don't fetishize – Fucking random people To start with It's right. not a big deal for me to You know it doesn't turn me on To fuck strangers um, Unless other stuff is involved Yeah Unless other stuff's you know? involved Where the other person is I mean the problem Okay so here's why Swinging's not a fetish to me The swinging And the swap foo People can tell me I'm wrong Or But To me Swinging is purely physical mm-hmm. It's purely about The physical act of sex mm-hmm. And And The physical act of sex does not appeal to me. I need, and, you know, I want more to it than that. I want some kind of either uh, uh, an emotional or a mental or a spiritual connection as well. Right. Uh, Mental connection's fine, and I'm not saying that it has to be this deep spiritual thing or it has to be a loving thing. You know, somebody that I dig mentally, that's fine as Mm -hmm. well. Um but no, just swinging as a fetish on its own, no. Doesn't no. work for me.
0: See, and I like swing clubs, but again, it is very rare. Good Lord. In the amount of years that we've randomly gone to swing clubs, I think I've picked up one person, maybe, maybe two.
1: So I remember and I don't the think, guy that wanted to eat your pussy.
0: Yes. And then there was another guy. I actually remember his name, but don't want to mention it. <laughs> So um, it was Charlie.
1: I don't remember Charlie. Charlie,
0: yeah. So, but uh, anyway, but I think they picked me up more than me picking them up. But anyway, I hooked up with two different people over what fifteen years. Mm -hmm. So, but what I like about swing clubs is I'm an exhibitionist.
1: Okay.
0: So it's more about the exhibitionist. I don't have to go to a swing club to do that, though. I can make that happen in whatever. Environment, <laughs> grocery store, grocery store. Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> but any event or a house party, or you know, sure, sure. we've invited people over just to watch. <laughs> that's always an option. So, but to me, so to me, it's more about the exhibitionism than the the random pickup. Mm-hmm. So,
1: cause I don't know and you I know, that's it. the the other fetishism that that is not on here. Mm-hmm. But uh, we will be seeing. Um, some people at the Floating World. hmm uh, Maybe someone... I've got to get my
0: picture done for him. I haven't done that yet. What picture? The picture and story.
1: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, yes, yes. yes. Um, I'll make that a goal for tonight. Well, his... And uh, I don't want to go down this path too far. but okay. I'll, just, I'll tell you later. Though I just got an email from somebody that said, Hey, I want to ask a friend, get a friend request before I start flirting with you. Uh-huh. Who may or may not be somebody... Well, we'll talk about that more later. Uh oh, but girl, about to the point about of it being world. <laughs> yes, we do. The point of it being that my you know I much prefer over swinging, and this is not on our list at all. But the idea of fetishes is the idea of a um, of fantasies. Mm-hmm. You know, mm. if you if meeting you at a swing club and fucking you uh, as a kind of a random stranger sort of thing, not a turn on for me. Right. But if we talked beforehand and you said, I have a fantasy of being able to go to a swing club and meet a complete stranger and just get fucked. Mm-hmm. If we put it in that context, that completely changes the story for right. me. Or if your fantasy, and matter of fact, the, the, the harder I get is the deeper your fantasy is. Mm-hmm. If you start off by saying, well, I have this fantasy. I've never told anybody else before. <laughs> that's just a wonderful turn on for me. Uh-huh.
0: Um, now I'm all curious about Floating World. The suitcases are in the back room. Yes. I'm ready to pack. Definitely <laughs> only... A- I asked...
1: Uh, That's less than a week away. Yes, uh, it is less than a week away. As a matter of fact, I asked... Because uh, not only were uh, the other podcast hosts of this podcast, like Lee Harrington and Beric and Sheba, are going to be there. I asked Beric yesterday if they have audiobooks, because they're driving up mm-hmm. to listen to yet. And he... Oh, he does. He's listening... He... Listening... To, well, I'll tell you. Oh, I don't know if he wants everybody to know what he listens to. It's, uh, it's a little lame, to be honest, in my opinion. But no, no. I don't think I don't think Beric listens to uh, the podcast 44 minutes into it. So I think I can...
0: It's not like My Little Pony No, it's or actually something, something it? you listen
1: to. Act. No, it's not My Little Pony, for fuck's sake. <laughs> That'll get me, spanked. No, no. You actually listen to the same series, and I have no opinion about the series. I haven't listened to the series. It's not Stephen King. No, it's not Stephen King. No, don't... Will you stop guessing? I just said I'm not going to say it. Let's end this fucker.
0: Okay. Well, we've got Stephen King. That's what we're listening to. What are we listening to? Dark Tower. Oh. Are we going to listen to...
1: Are we going to listen to book two of
0: The Dark Tower? Yeah, I think so. I liked book one.
1: Yeah, I'd also like to listen to... um, The Man Who Thought His Woman Was A Hat. (laughs)
0: It's a real book. (laughs) Doesn't mean she gets to sit on his head. Bye, Dawn. (laughs) Bye, Dan.